So what is happening in Hollywood? Nobody knows. The worst thing to call somebody is crazy, is dismissive. I don't understand this person, so they're crazy. That's bullshit. These people are not crazy, they're strong people. Maybe the environment is a little sick. Let's get, let's get. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back with yet another headbanger. Today, I'm having a video on the explanation and uh, review on the clone Tyrone. And it's pertaining to the ending of the movie and stuff like that in portions throughout the movie. But is Jamie Foxx cloned or Jamie Foxx Jamie Foxx? Because he does appear to be a little bit different. But in the video, he thanked certain people for allowing him to work again. But let's get to this whole thing was recently released on Netflix and I was very surprised with the movie. From the intricate and powerful story, the decision to have it shot on film, and also the fact that it churned out a story that was better than a couple of episodes in Black Mirror this season, I was really impressed. With an ending that was deliberately a tad confusing whilst leaving some unanswered questions, let's recap, break down, and explain all that there was to take away from this movie. So let's get into it. Here is They Clone Tyrone ending explained and review. Just to let you know, this video will contain spoilers. Oh, and if you enjoy this video, then feel free to hit subscribe. Thanks. The ending explained and the true meaning. As we embarked onto the ending of the movie, we saw that Fontaine and Slick Charles had devised a plan in order to get Yo-Yo out of the lab underneath the Glen. We saw that despite the fact that the neighborhood was on constant watch by the government, they managed to stage it so that they'd believe that Fontaine would be killed and another cloned version of himself would go on to be created. With the real Fontaine not actually being killed in his encounter with Isaac, he instead took a scientist hostage once he was inside the lab and got them to open the doors so the rest of the plan could then take place. This allowed everybody else that was from the neighborhood to go underground and to start destroying everything that was down there, whilst also putting the authorities through the ordeal that the clones went through, and they also released the clones that were held hostage there and were being experimented on. Whilst this was happening, Fontaine saw himself in the form of Chester along the corridor, and he lost a one-on-one -on -one battle with him. This resulted with him being brought to one of the main bosses, and this was himself the original version of himself but in a completely older form, the true version. The movie's purpose was about trying to unify and trying to stop everybody from turning on each other, and this was when it was revealed that Ronnie, Fontaine's brother, was actually killed several years ago. And even though Fontaine had a part of that memory of what happened, he didn't know the full details. Ronnie was killed by a police officer in a horrific manner and wasn't even shown the respect that he deserved in his death. And this was what sparked the original Fontaine to want to find a way to unify everybody. He didn't want anybody to have to go through what his younger brother or what he went through again. This is where the cloning program came from. In his eyes, it was about over-generations applying racial and cultural assimilation. Something which is defined as the process where a minority group or culture comes to resemble a society's majority group or assimilate the values, behaviors, and beliefs of another group, whether fully or partially. There was a powerful line which was, assimilation is better than annihilation, which showed that rather than looking to keep a hold of the cultural differences that were valuable, the original Fontaine would rather change over time and lose all resemblance of what once made him who he was, and also the rest of the community's identity. Over generations, the government had agreed to this cloning initiative, 
which essentially meant that people of colour would slowly start to adopt different values, behaviours and physical appearances in the hopes of finding a way to solve the problem of unity, something which was extremely messed up, hence why the mind control was also a thing too. The fact that the first thing that we saw when the movie opened was the white man smiling on the billboard, it showed that it was the clear direction that the government agency was going for with their cloning project. With lines such as Unity Starts Here and Striving Together Towards Peace, the project was laced with lies that didn't reflect what was truly happening, just what they believed the outcome was going to be. It was racially motivated and something that mirrored a mindset of certain corners of our own society and our world and how it can often have that same kind of effect. Right at the end, once Fontaine realised what the outcome was, he used the phrase Olympia Black, which took over the clones' minds and allowed the person who said it to command them. And when that happened, we saw that Chester killed the scientist version of Fontaine, as he was going to have him killed. At the same time as that, Slick Charles's clone was being held hostage by Nixon, and he was on the verge of being killed if Yo-Yo didn't reveal herself. This ultimately meant that the version that we believe to be the original one was free and came up behind Nixon and killed him whilst he was on the verge of taking the both of them out. So that problem was then resolved. Right at the end, we saw that the project was exposed to the news and it went nationwide. And then the movie partially finished. Or at least it cut to black after hearing that they were going to be leaving the Glen. But then it faded back in and we saw a different cloned version of Fontaine adopting a similar routine as to what the version in the Glen used to have. He'd go to the store, get a ticket, and pour some drinks. And then he saw that he looked exactly like a clone that was freed and was on the TV, leading the title of the movie to make sense in the final line, as we heard that he was called Tyrone. What does this mean? Well, we heard earlier on in the movie that there were these communities that were filled with clones all over the country. For example, they mentioned that there was one in LA and other major cities in the States. So I think this is most probably taken from one of those other places that was mentioned, which does mean that they could lean into a sequel being created. But personally, I don't think it's the type of movie that would do that. It stands in its own right and packs a punch with the message that it conveys. So by making this into a series of movies, it could water down the message slightly. Overall review. I thought this movie was a really good one. I didn't watch a trailer before putting it on. I only read the synopsis, but I wish I had have watched the trailer as I wouldn't have waited a couple of days to watch it. The style of this movie is incomparable to most things out there. The fact that they decided to shoot this movie on film was a great choice too. It added to the harsh and grainy nature of the environment that they were in, and the exploitative situation that they found themselves a part of, showing that there were rough edges that were present. The dark nature of the grading, but paired with illuminated light, set up an atmosphere that felt ominous and allowed that sci-fi element that it really nailed down in the story to be supported from a visual perspective. It was mysterious and visually, it showed us that. This is the best thing that I've seen John Boyega in. Granted, I've not seen him in that much, but I was so convinced by his performance and he looked like a broken individual that was mourning his brother, watching his descent as he discovered more and more about his life being a lie and that he was just a clone was something that was so haunting to witness. If you think about it, he played the main clone, Fontaine. He played his original self in an older form. He played the loyal companion to Nixon, Chester, and also Tyrone at the end. So there was a lot of range that he had to emit. 
Jamie Foxx was also hilariously brilliant as Slick Charles. His chemistry with both John Boyega and Tiana Paris was top tier, and he was drastically different when engaging with both. He was definitely the comic relief in the movie, but it wasn't overkill or made it feel cheap. It was added at the right point from a tonal perspective. Tiana Paris was also exceptionally good in this movie too. You saw a character that really wanted to stand up for herself and be an exception and transcend the image of what people viewed her as. And that desperation to fight for what she believed in was ingrained within the character's core, and it never yielded, so I'm glad her character got a somewhat happy and optimistic ending. The pacing of this movie was done really well. The first quarter was quite choppy and fast-paced, and then after that we saw it slow down whilst the revelation happened for the characters, and we saw them come to terms with what they needed to do in order to take the organization's location at the Glen down. The heavy topics and themes that this movie focused on were handled in a delicate way through the use of a medium and a genre that doesn't necessarily delve into those subject matters, so it was extremely interesting and powerful to bear witness to, especially with it being delivered in a digestible way which still kept the weight of the message at the forefront and stuck the landing. This was a movie that I didn't expect to be as good as what it was, judging by only the synopsis, but after watching it, I think it's just absolutely great, and it's an important one to watch. What did you think of this movie? Leave a comment down below, and don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you next time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, to me, I, I just don't know what to think about it. Uh, I would like to see the movie, though, so I can gain my own insight on it and get further in detail on my thoughts on what I perceive this to be, whether Jimmy Fox is cloned or not. But you know, a lot of celebrities, movie actors, and stars, man, is having this issue with dealing with these elites, trying to get the jab and everything of that nature. But this is something that Kanye had to say. Now in Hollywood, a lot of people come up missing. Feels like it might be a lot of that in order to control, traumatize. They want to monetize and traumatize. They can't control me. You get what I'm saying? They can control Shaq. They could control Charles Barkley. They could control LeBron James. They could control Jay-Z and Beyonce. Well, not you, man. But they can't control me. So like Kanye says about control, traumatize, and monetize. Do you guys think this is in fact the case with Jamie Foxx due to her returning back to the scene? But he's not mentioning anything about P. Diddy, the industry, like he was before. So what do you thoughts on that ladies and gentlemen hey it is what it is but thanks for tuning in and once again like comment subscribe and share and hit that notification bell until next time ladies and gentlemen y'all stay safe and be blessed and i'm at